I didn't hear you say your name. I just heard a clap, so I was like, uh-oh, did I miss something? Oh, no, I said it. Uh, I think it was while you were doing your vocal exercises. That was such a diplomatic way of saying that. So, Grant, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Mark. It's our it's our first episode of 2022, and you know what that means. It's going to be a disaster. I mean, great time. It's time for our annual check-in in the neighborhood. Mr. Are you, Roger? Are you familiar with the website Nextdoor, or the service Nextdoor? Um, I think I am, because I think I get spam mail from them. Yeah, so it is an online service. They have an app and stuff. They also have a website. And I signed up for this when I first was in San Diego, in my first place. And I've yet to update my account to go somewhere else, or stop getting a bunch of emails from them. So I've been meaning to do something with this for several months, and every week I forget. So I figured I might as well start it now. Uh, Nextdoor is like Facebook, but localized to a particular neighborhood. Yeah. Right? So I, I figured I'll give you some highlights on what is happening in the Mira Mesa neighborhood of San Diego, which is where <laughs> I first lived. All right? Okay. So uh, first, um, someone named MJ on December 22nd was asking around, can anyone recommend a good fence company? Thanks. Uh, they, uh, a lovely uh, member of the neighborhood region, uh, Phil, responded with built fence in escondido so that was a nice little interaction hmm. you like to see that sort of positivity around the holiday season you know mm-hmm. here's one we could we could potentially respond if we wanted to it's a little old it's it's again before christmas but jerome in mira mesa was wondering looking for a little straw for my nativity scene in front yard any ideas three question marks <clears throat> any thoughts grant for a little know. straw for their nativity scene? Magic. Magic? Yeah. That, that seems unuseful. <laughs> well, they they put three question marks in there, so it sounds like they don't care how good the answers are. They just really want one. True. They really want an answer. True. Well, luckily, James James had them covered. Uh, he he See, responded. I knew James had them. I have a bunch I don't need anymore. It's yours if you like. <laughs> What what a good guy, James. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another person, Danielle, had said that there are people with bunnies, ducks, and other pets in the area. Maybe one of them will see this post. Or try Facebook's Buy Nothing. Face, what is that? Facebook's Buy Nothing? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> I've, I've never heard of uh, I don't really care I. enough to look, <laughs> look it up. But, mm-hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, so that's what's happening in the neighborhood. Sounds like a thrilling time. Oh, actually, here's a good one. This is actually only five hours ago, so we got to get on this if we want it. Stamps for young collector. Looking to give away some older foreign stamps to somebody who does stamp collecting. Prefer to give to younger collector, but realize there might not be many of these. If interested, <coughs> please message me. <laughs> That's Which, so wholesome and cute. It is. Uh, funnily enough, I think just the other week we were talking about hobbies, and I specifically said that I was not that I was likely to never take up stamp collecting. But mm-hmm. this might be my in. Maybe I should take a trip down to San Diego when I get back. Yeah, you can pose as someone who still lives there. Yeah, I don't think they care. 
they obviously haven't asked me to like confirm that my address is still what it used to be so they don't <clears> care <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah i just get most of the things that most of the summary things that i see on when i get like emails you know from them mm-hmm. uh i see a lot of reports of coyotes i was hoping to see something along those lines but evidently not mm. nothing that exciting no well stamps. stamps i guess but yeah <laughs> uh, how are you doing grant how was your new year's new year's was good jay chilling on my own yeah. great time uh i i enjoy my holidays alone sometimes it sounds sad and maybe it sounds sad i don't know it doesn't sound sad to me because i enjoy it but uh it sounds sad to people who aren't listening to you and your obvious enthusiasm <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I had a great time. Is that no? I'm not, no, I'm not making. I'm not saying oh. you weren't being enthusiastic. I'm, I'm literally saying like oh. people who uh, like hear the words that you're saying but aren't like listening to how you're saying it. Okay. Like when you just say like, oh yeah, like I like my like I, I New Year's alone. I was just chilling, and people are like, oh okay. that's so sad. And it's like no, that's the response of someone who doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my point. I thought you were giving me a like. Hey, dude, you need to emote more. Talk with more emotion. <laughs> no, I think you're fine. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so that was fun. Um, yeah, just doing stuff on my own. Uh, but yeah, did you have big plans on New Year's? Not big plans. Exciting? We have, for the last several years, we've hung out with Max and Lindsay. And so we did that again this year. <laughs> Went to their house and... Ordered some pizza. Aaron and I brought cookie dough to bake afterward. Mm-hmm. We played a couple games, watched a movie, went to bed at like one thirty. Mm-hmm. It was good. Nice. Actually, I should tell you about the games that we played. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm particularly excited because I won both of them. Oh, classic. So so the first game uh, is a game called Punderdome. And one important bit of context here is that one of the things in Punderdome is that beforehand you write down on a slip of paper a prize for winning the game. Mm-hmm. And we decided when we learned about what this game really was that we wouldn't want to play it again. So the winner, their prize was to pick the next game that we played, right? So there was a, a lot of a lot riding on this one. Mm-hmm. So the idea behind Punderdome, you're familiar with like apples to apples, right? Yes. Uh, Punderdome is kind of like apples to apples, but it's a bit more freeform. So uh, the person who is sort of in charge, who is the judge at the time, they pull two cards. There's there's two types of cards, and you they lay them down, and there's just two things on them. It could be really anything. Uh, for example, I think one of them was, uh, what was it? Um, By things you know. mean like well, nouns or like actual like things? It, it was it was a uh, like like words like nouns or adjectives or something like that. I think they were okay. mostly nouns. So, okay. for example, you could think of something like the two things were facial hair and soup. Okay. Right. I see. And, you have 90, everyone who's not the person who's the judge has 90 seconds to write down a pun involving those two categories. Oh, dear Lord, no. Mm-hmm. 
and then you all put them in, you know, anonymously. <laughs> There's only four of us, three of us writing a pun at a time. So, you know, it's not super anonymous, especially because you're handwriting and it's very obvious yeah. whose handwriting was whose. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You know, we put them in, we read all the puns, and we decide whose was best. Luckily, because it was a small group, the decision typically came down to, did anyone actually manage to submit a pun? If so, <clears throat> they won <laughs> that round. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but the uh, original rules in the game, I think were... So, you know, if your pun gets chosen, you get those two cards, and you play to, to until someone wins ten rounds. Oh, my god! Can you imagine? We played to three. <laughs> I was going to say, because... It was like, so that's, hard. That's less bad when you only have four people, but, like, you still have to play at least ten rounds. Yeah. And, no, at least eleven rounds. Like, twelve or thirteen rounds? Because, like, each, yeah. every fourth yeah, you're right. round, you're not eligible well, to Well, actually, not, it, it would be more than that. The rules were if you won a round, you were the next judge. Oh, so at least it 20 not rounds. not rotational, yeah. Or 19, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wowza. So, yeah, it was, that uh, sounds it was like tough. a good rule mod. Yeah, we had a tough time. Um, we did not have many good puns. We had a lot of things that weren't puns, as mm-hmm. was implied. Uh, but, yeah, I ended up winning. That was the first one to three. Uh, so I decided to pick, of all the remaining games, I, I decided to pick another kind of word type of game because I wasn't really in the mood for, like, Settlers of Catan or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I picked Balderdash. Are you aware of Balderdash, Grant? I'm aware of the excl- exclamation. Uh, and I'm, I feel like I've heard of the game, but I don't actually know what it is. Well, so the original version of the game, we had a slightly augmented version, but the original version of this game is, let's say you and I were playing with a couple of friends, and it was my turn to kind of run this round of the game, okay? Mm-hmm. I would take out a card, and on that card would be a word and a definition for that word. The word is going to be weird. It would be a word that almost nobody would have heard of, <clears throat> and thus the definition is going to be really hard to guess, Right? Mm-hmm. So everyone else who's playing on a sheet of paper, they write down a fake definition for the word. <laughs> Alternatively, if you think you know the definition, you could certainly try and write it down, but typically you're just writing down something nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And I, on my own sheet of paper, am going to write down the true definition. All those get shuffled up randomly, and I would read out every single definition that someone submitted, and then each person that isn't me goes around and picks which definition they think is correct. Oh, gosh. And if uh, if you correctly guess the right definition, like the actual definition, you mm-hmm. get some points. If people guess your definition, you also get points. Hmm. Right? Uh, so, for example, one of the words, one of the first words was Wonga Wonga. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember someone, I think it was Lindsay, wrote down for her definition uh, what an eighth grade boy says when he sees booze for the first time. <laughs> Or something to that effect, right? Yeah. The actual definition was a large Australian pigeon. Ah, shoot. Yeah. Uh, so, but th- this version of the game had uh, some augmented rules where each card didn't just have a word, 
you had a well you typically rolled a die to decide which category you're in but there was words there was uh peculiar people so you would say the name of a person and then you had to write down why they were notable in some way there was initials so it would be the like acronyms for an organization typically mm. or for a title or what have you you know mm-hmm. there was movies so it would be the title of a movie you have to say you know what the movie's about or whatever and then there was laws where it would be the first half of a law like in tennessee it is illegal to what or to throw what you know something like that and then you'd finish the law mm-hmm and that one was very good. My, my it was my best round, I think. Where, um, or no, it wasn't my best round. But the the law was in Tennessee, a man, or up until recently, or whatever it was, it used to be illegal for a man in Tennessee to divorce to divorce his wife unless he what, right? Mm-hmm. So I wrote down as my fake. I don't know what the law is. I wrote down. Uh, unless he pays $5 a month to the local church for her welfare. <clears throat> and the other two people uh, both voted for that one. Mm-hmm. The actual answer was something like, um, unless he gets her 10 bags of beans, something else, and enough like yarn to knit socks for a year. It was something ridiculous. Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> You were helped so much by the just absolutely preposterous nature of that. Exactly. It was great. There were a couple of those where I had something equally weird as the answer. Yeah. Which was great because that meant that it was likely that someone would choose mine. And it also typically meant that I knew almost no one else at this table was going to come up with something as weird as I would come up with. So the weirdest one that wasn't Mm -hmm. mine was almost always the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, we had a good time. So, so it was fun. Um, and now, Grant, I am going yes, to Mark? seamlessly transition us into a quick round of Balderdash. Oh, no. Wait. Based on I've... your description of this game, it sounds like something would be difficult to play with two people. Well, not actually, but uh, you'll get this. You'll get what I'm getting at. Okay. So, I, I saw this couple of tweets earlier today, and I just wanted to share it with you. Okay. Oh, God. So, uh, I'm going to give you a word in full context, and I want you to try and guess the the origin of this word, okay? So, the response tweet. There is a tweet that started this, and then there was a response. This is the response. Okay. This is an example of defamiliarization, where something totally normal, conventional, and ordinary, like honk-witching, is taken and described as something that sounds weird and foreign. So the word you may imagine is honk witch, mm-hmm. which is spelled like honk, and then witch from the word sandwich. Okay. Okay. So I want you to figure out if you can guess what do you think honk witching is. Can I have you say the tweet one more time? Well, sure. Can I get a this country of origin? Ex- <laughs> this is an example of defamiliarization, where something totally normal, conventional. An ordinary, like honk witching, is taken and described as something that sounds weird and foreign. And so now I have to propose a definition of this word? Yes. Um, norm, so it's something normal to 
Um, honk at a person that floats. That what? Uh, to honk at a witch. Okay, sure. Um, I will tell you that this tweet is sarcastic. So, oh, he, so here is the tweet that prompted that response. Okay, that just rude. I had no <laughs> chance. Why did I take you seriously in this at all? <laughs> I don't know why. So this is the tweet that prompted that response. Are you ready? Go ahead. Hit me with it. It's kind of f- that musicians eat sandwiches by placing them inside trombones and honking them into each other's mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, okay? <laughs> Can you read that one more time? <laughs> it's kind of f- that musicians eat sandwiches. By placing them inside trombones and <laughs> honking them into each other's mouths. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that is the fact that with a fairly recent or fairly reasonable degree of confidence, like I believe that has happened or someone has attempted to do that before. <laughs> like I know it is meant as a total joke, but I would believe Oh, yeah, for sure. It has been attempted. Yeah. It was definitely a this one time at band camp kind of moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Well, that's a pretty good one. Honk yep. winching. Yeah, why did I take you seriously? What? <laughs> I will say I actually wanted, I was planning on starting the episode with that quote. Just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, just to um, see where I took it. But then I decided to ask about your new year, and then I realized this Balderdash thing was such a wonderful tie-in. Oh, yeah. Perfectly orchestrated. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Well, I'm ready to proceed when you are. We can we can oh, do whatever wait, you... Wait, 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 wait. We, gotta, we have to have a, a quick, solemn moment of celebration. Again, as is tradition. Wait, what? As is tradition, Grant. Okay. For yet another palindromic episode number. <gasps> As we do every time we have a palindrome episode, do we? we ask for a moment of silence. <laughs> Thank you. You can cut this out. Do we actually do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, geez, I really don't remember when we talk on these podcasts. I thought I was remembering them pretty well. Have you ever heard that really good joke about gaslighting, Grant? Oh, yeah, you made it last week, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you made it last week. I distinctly remember it. Do you know another thing I distinctly remember? That you need to get a life by Tim Lachowski. Yeah, well, yeah. Lachowski. <laughs> it's his the name now. Lachowski. The big Lachowski. <laughs> um, so we've got, uh, ooh, ooh, uh, let's say a quintessential, uh, I'm going to even say American cubicle farm that is just cubicles as far as the eye can see and the eye can see only like four aisles over. Um, <laughs> and the nearest cubicle to the observer can kind of peer in and see a computer and some stuff stuck to the walls of said cubicle uh and there's a lady with a uh headset on like a you know a headset the, yeah the thing uh on and she's she's standing up poking her head above the cubicle looking towards 
uh, a man in a tie in between said cubicles who's got a folder under his arm. And she's saying, I'm busy right now. Can you come back after I've left for the day? Huh. Yowza. That's a zinger. Good stuff. So, Grant. So, Mark. Imagine. Oh, I got my imagination brain on. A young Grant. Working in corporate America. Okay. And you have a lovely cubicle to yourself. Oh, I friggin' wish. What are you putting up in that cubicle? What's going to brighten your day? What are your pieces of flair for that cubicle, Grant? Um... I'm not going to lie. There's not a lot because I don't really care. Um, like, so, so we're talking about like a hypothetical situation here, uh, because I've never actually like had a, well, I have sat in a cubicle before. It wasn't, eh, not, we don't need to get into this. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of like the decoration is more of like work stuff. Like, like you, if you got a cubicle, you got to have one of those like file organizers, you know? Like one of those tiered things to put all your files in so it looks like you're busy and like Uh you're doing a lot of work. Or closing drawers and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and if you've got a cubicle that doesn't have some drawers, especially at least one file drawer, quit your job. Like, they don't care about you. If you don't got a file drawer, quit on the Uh spot. If you got a cubicle and no file drawer, they don't expect you to get much done. They don't expect you to be around a while. Beat them to it. Beat to the punch. Oh. Uh, so it's got to, you got to have a file drawer. That's a quintessential decoration. Um, and that's all the air quotes, funny things I have to say. Um, Cause <laughs> I recognize that wasn't very funny. Um, and so now I'm frantically thinking back towards like things that I've put on my desk before. Mm-hmm. Always got a mug there. Got to, you got to have a mug. You got to have a spoon in the mug. Hmm. Okay. So questions. Is it the mug yours, or is it from yes. the break room? No. Ugh. Gross. Stealing a mug from the break room, even if you wash it yourself, not worth it. Have your own... You gotta have your own mug. Um, I wish I had this picture me, to show you of Greg's desk in his old job when he would constantly, like, get a new mug from the break room, and at one point he had, like, ten mugs on his desk. <laughs> All the exact same one. <laughs> Why does he need so many mugs? Maybe this is a coworker of his, but we're going to pretend it's his because that's how, you know, okay. myths start. Okay. Okay, so and the spoon, is the spoon yours? They all need to be yours, okay? This okay. is important. <laughs> Don't be some freeloading piece of crap who's just stealing stuff from the office to not actually steal and leave at their desk. Like, huh? it's just have your own mug. So for me personally, I have had a, we'll, we'll call it a a quirky, nerdy mug that is actually a possession that I hold near and dear to my heart because it was given to me by uh, some professors that I knew very well in undergrad. And so I very much like that mug, even though uh-huh. I think it's kind of a stupid mug, but I like it because of who gave it to me. Can you so got, provide us some details about this mug? Yeah, I'll send you a friggin', uh, no, listeners can't. Uh, so it is a a mug that is titled Noble Gases, mm-hmm. and then there are I think there's like six or seven 
there's six, I think, uh, squares, which are little squares pulled off of the periodic table of, as you can guess, the noble gases. But they're dressed up in like little medieval clothes, mm-hmm. so they they look like they look like little little, little noble people. All right, no little noble gases, and the elements are obviously the noble gases. If you haven't already figured that out, like. I'd be surprised if you're actually listening to this podcast. Um, yikes, we just lost a listener. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was carbon. <laughs> yeah, that's a noble gas, right? If you heat it up enough, it's a gas. It ends with on. <laughs> carbon? <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't care. <laughs> we'll go with it. Um, yes, and. <laughs> but so, yeah, you got to have a quirky mug. Um, I've also had... You gotta have some sort of picture, or yep. pictures. Are Lots these of... are these framed on stands? Or are you tacking yes. them up onto the no. carpeted oh. wall of the cubicle? Gross! No. Oh. The only things that go on the walls of a cubicle are things that don't matter that you will never need again, but you put up there because you think you might need them. But in reality, you know that you deep down really will never need them again, so they stay there forever unused. Interesting approach. I'm not sure I agree. Um. Or the other things that go on walls of cubicles are jokes from coworkers trying to frame you as a horrible person. Hmm. So, like, a coworker after you leave for the day will put up a note that says, like, oh, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything that's not too bad. <laughs> All the things I could think of were real bad. Well, what I was going to – I feel like you're missing a big thing here, Grant. This shows how much you know about cubicles. See, uh, I don't know anything about cubicles. A, a required thing on a wall of a cubicle – just like it's a required thing on the door of every doctor's office 15 years ago. A and comic you should strip. really, yes, I was going to say you should know this given the podcast that you're on. It has to be a yeah. cutout comic strip from a newspaper pertaining to that person's profession. Um, oh, see, these aren't from newspapers just, anymore. Now these are printed out well, on, I know a now full, they are. on a full U.S. letter sized sheet of paper, <laughs> but only taking up the first two inches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but of course, and especially since we're now talking about a cubicle, it basically has to be Dilbert. There's not really another option unless really? it's this one that we're looking at right now. Okay. Or I guess, I guess the modern version, if I were in a cubicle, I would definitely be doing the adventures of business cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good old business cat. Yeah. Gotta bring in some business cat. It's business. It's business cat. That was good. Thanks. You too. Okay, so pictures. Anything else? Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, one of those, like, desk pad calendar things that you don't actually keep your calendar on, but it's really Mm -hmm. just, like, a disposable one-month-at-a-time desk pad. Yep, and you remember to, you know, turn it over from February when it's May. Yeah. Um, I gotcha. Okay, something that... I I would love to have, but I'm not. Uh, ooh, how do I say this in a polite way? I'm not an old. I'm not old and jaded enough, to, or I'm I'm not old enough to justify how jaded I am, to justify owning this. But it would be a. Uh, give me one sec to Google something to make sure I'm not messing this up. Yes, uh, a demotivational poster calendar. Yes, classic. From um, the uh, despair line, if I remember correctly. It, yes, yes, I believe so. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
Uh, you gotta have one of those. I would love one of these. Grant, it's my birthday in seven months. <laughs> okay. We can, or I we suppose can six months as the crow flies. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Are these like... Well, my birthday's in my birthday's in the seven month of the year, but it's six months from now. Okay. All right, six months from January. After January is the seventh month, so my birthday's six uh-huh. months away. Yes. Hashtag math. Ooh, got him. Which one of these would you like, Grant? Maybe the education one? You can't put a price on a good education, but you can spend a small fortune to acquire skills that might help you earn a fraction of it back before technology obsolesces your knowledge set. <laughs> would you like that one, Grant? Uh, no. No? Hmm. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. So I, I thought of this because I had a coworker who had one of these. Um, and a lot of them were very good. And I'm trying to find some of the ones that he had that were really good that I liked a lot. And I'm going to find it. Just give me a second. Um, uh, come on. It's got to be one of these. Cause I know he got it from this website. <laughs> no, all that I know is I would love to have one of these. Which one would I like? Well, I think you can like build your own, can't you? Something? Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, they have a build your own calendar, but I'm not sure about like. Oh, you just want one of the posters or what? Yeah, yeah, the posters. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Maybe one about failure. Ambition: the journey of a thousand miles sometimes ends very, very badly, and it's a picture of a grizzly bear eating a salmon. <laughs> Uh, or a picture of a penguin. Limitations. Until you spread your ring wings, you'll have no idea how far you can walk. <laughs> Gosh, there's one for meetings that I really enjoyed. But I can't About find what? It. Meetings? None of yeah. us is as dumb as all of us? There we go. <laughs> that one I'm very aware of. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Maybe I should make that my Zoom background. <laughs> I'm sure your company would love that. There's definitely a couple people who'd get a kick out of it. I might try yeah. that. I'm going to write that down. Uh, let me go to my little notes for work. Uh, Demotivational meetings. Poster as meeting background. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's one of the first Google suggestions. <laughs> uh, it's a good one. All right. Well, I like I like this. I like the the mental image I have of your impending cubicle. Impending. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get a cubicle ever. But yeah, I don't know. You got any special things you'd put in a cubicle? Um I would definitely be filling it with toys. <laughs> like I'd have a Rubik's cube if or two. Ah. I have my Newton's cradle. Um stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't actually use them that much, but I just like having them. Um, I have my little whale that I think I told you about. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. I like those things. Uh, yeah, pictures and stuff. There are definitely lots of comics that I would choose to print out. We had a couple. Actually, let me find one. This is a comic that Jack and I had. I printed this one out and taped it to one of our think to jack's bed 
in college freshman <laughs> year. Um, oh, goodness. I clicked the wrong button, but you're still here, so that's good. Yeah, I'm still here. You know it. All right. Ooh. This is the XKCD comic titled Approximations. The full title is A Table of Slightly Wrong Equations and Identities Useful approxim- for Approximations and or Trolling Teachers. So one of my favorite is sine of 60 degrees or, you know, sine of uh, pi over 3, that would be, is approximately equal to E over pi, <laughs> which great. is just a great one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no uh, way. Yeah, some of these are excellent. Oh, gosh. No, stop going. To, sorry. The little Skype pop-up keeps popping in the middle. Um... <laughs> Planck's constant is stupid. Feet in a meter, five over the eth root of pi. <laughs> Wait, so these are actually like fairly accurate. Oh yeah, yeah. They they as the table goes on, they become more and more accurate. Oh, including the, some of the last two are like oh. you know within actual variation. <laughs> huh. Which is excellent. A few of these I might actually remember. Because, <laughs> like, like things like, I don't remember what Planck's constant frickin' is, but I can remember that it's... <laughs> 1 over 30 to the pi to the e. <laughs> yeah, that's that's way easier than, like, some random, like, five-digit number to the power of who knows what. Yeah. I think negative uh, 19? I don't know. I like the one, two below it, though. The fundamental charge, 3 over 14 times pi to the pi to the pi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's good stuff. So uh, that's that's one that I would have, even though it's completely useless to me, but there's definitely lots of XKCD comics that I would probably have. Yeah. Because how can you not? I wonder how much time this took. Uh, I don't know. Probably a bit. Not as much as some of his other ones, I can tell you that much. Yeah. All right. Let me get my comic, my comment in here real quick and... Keep your comments in your pockets, buddy. I got two of them. Sweet. Do I have three? Oh, that's right. There's a hidden third pocket in this in these pants. Wowza. But not my pocket's not my problem. That's what she said. Grant has brought Stone Soup by Jan Elliott. We have a, a young girl and a older girl. They are just kind of hanging out. The older girl is uh, pulling things out of a drawer and uh, putting them in a box. And uh, the younger girl is asking, what are you doing? And the older girl is saying, moving my stuff into grandma's room. And in the next frame, she is walking off with the box in her arms saying, you get this whole room to yourself now. And the younger girl is jumping up with excitement, saying, woo And with a scowl, the older woman is saying, you don't have to be so excited. To which the uh, younger girl replies, still elated, mouth very wide, with a, holding an empty box of her own, says, need help packing? Oh. Were you reading the, co- the comment below? <laughs> No, I wasn't no. actually. Uh, should I or? 
Well, I don't know. Just basically, no, you, we're, we're gonna you were kind of groaning that. about stuff, so I wasn't sure. So this is a classic case of Grant farming a comic for a single word and not really understanding the meaning of the comic before I submitted it. <laughs> Did Grandma die? Um, I don't know. Is that the should implication I, of this comic? We, well, we can probably click back to find out. Um, I think Grandma's dead. We're at least like in the no, hospital. No, 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 no. She moved. The previous oh. comic starts with, how often do you talk to Grandma online, Holly? Once a week or so. Isn't it amazing that there are internet cafes in Thailand? Okay. So oh, I think Grandma hmm. is uh, going is retiring out of state. Okay. okay. To a farm upstate. I was real worried. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't say that. <laughs> I was real worried. I was like, oh my gosh, did I, did I just totally miss it that grandma died and that's what this comic's about uh, no i think you're good you uh evaded problems today okay well being i already kind of gave away or gave away the motivation behind this comic at least partially i want you to guess what word was i farming this comic for i love this man it's so hard. I feel like it's hard. Maybe it's easy for you, but I think it's hard. Well, then it can't be the word packing. So I'm going to go with stuff. You thought it was way harder than I meant it to be. What? Uh, the word was supposed to be excited. Would you rather excited. talk about stuff packing or excited? I could talk about excited. That's fine. I just, you know, it's hard to yeah. tell sometimes what you're going for. No, that's why I thought it was going to be hard, and I was right. Yeah. It was hard. Or it was difficult. Difficil, as they might say ah. in Spanish. C. A D E. <laughs> Are we just starting the alphabets given the first two ones? Uh, anyway, no, excited. Uh, Mark, what's something you're excited about these days? Anything going on? Anything you're excited about? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of excited to... Get back to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, it's been obviously that. lovely being home, but I think both Aaron and I are kind of reaching the mm-hmm. uh, edge of <laughs> mm-hmm. what is easy to handle. I smell what you're um, stepping in. Yeah. Um, other than that, Aaron and I spent time talking about um, some wedding stuff today. So that's kind of like, you know, fresh in our heads again. Mm-hmm. Um, we we picked out some some well it's it's technically tentative we're allowing ourselves the ability to change it because we have lots of time to but we have tentative decisions for music for the ceremony and we also finally began actual preparation in a sense for the honeymoon okay so those are both nice things to you know they're fun things to go through and Mm -hmm. uh, feel like we accomplished something today Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I got. Hot dog. Yeah, that is some exciting stuff. It is. I think we should end it there because I don't have any exciting things. If you're gonna <laughs> throw the question back at me, I mean, you could have asked question. You know, follow up questions is a common way to continue a conversation, Grant. But far be it for me to tell you how to do yeah, your job. The... <laughs> so I thought on this podcast we say yes and not uh. Yes, and it would be a lot better if you did your job this other way. <laughs> you um, were not yes-anding what I was saying. No, I You were saying, yeah. You were yang it. dog. <laughs> I was hot-dogging it, is what uh-huh. I was doing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't I mean, I don't you don't know. have to ask follow-up questions. I'm just, it's just a, 
you know, oh, a suggestion sorry. from one professional to another. Yeah, I don't feel very professional right now, to be honest. I just, oh, <laughs> someone's getting dominoes. Someone's hey, getting yeah. dominoes. Sorry, someone just, dominoes car just drove up. Uh, uh, I gathered. And it's not me, so I'm not excited about my own dominoes. I am kind of excited about someone else's dominoes, though, because good for them. That's, that's nice of you. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I don't know why I'm feeling weird right now. <laughs> it's been a that's long right. day. That's okay, Grant. I understand. Maybe I we should end up. Maybe I can find you a good joke to end your I, night on. I need to stop bringing my long days into these recording sessions. I need to, like, get zen before, or not get zen before this. I need to get, like, wait, did they drop off a pizza? They're, like, driving away. And I don't think anyone got out. Hmm. Oh, no, no. Okay, they're stopping. They just drove, like, another foot. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> oh, they're probably... I don't know. Like they, ah, it's not my job. Not my pockets. Not my problem. Not my pizza. Not my problem. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah. But I'm sorry. I don't know what we just. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm a real bad conversationalist today. I'm gonna apologize for that. I'm excited to do better at conversation next week. You know, Grant, I just learned today that Albert Einstein was actually a real person. Up until now, I thought he was only a theoretical physicist. I guess we're not having an episode next week, so I don't <laughs> want to talk to you ever again. Mm-hmm.